0: The 2022 State Fair Classic. Grambling State versus Prairie View A&M. Saturday, October 1st at the Cotton Bowl. One ticket gets you into the fair and the big game. Also, Grammy award winning. Ashanti live. Then the classic kicks off at a new
1: time. 6 p.m. New coaches, old rivalry, and an iconic halftime
0: battle of events. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. Visit
1: StateFairClassicFootball.com. Sponsored in part by City of Dallas. Dallas Sports Commission. McDonald's.
0: Black and positively golden. Chevy. Cricket wireless. Methodist Hospital.
1: you've got it locked to the hbcu football daily podcast for today tuesday august the 30th i'm donald where of course the season uh, has already kicked off the hbcu football season that is and uh, we got a a, really a lot of games taking place uh, this weekend including one of the teams that's on the schedule is Allcorn State. And if you're watching this, you can see this gentleman. If you're listening, we are joined by Allcorn State's seventh-year head football coach, Fred McNair here on the HBCU football daily podcast. It's been a while, Coach McNair. How you doing?
0: It's been a while. I'm doing great, man. Just trying to
1: trying to maintain, trying to get everything situated for this season, man. You know how it go. No, I do. I do ask you this I mean you you were you know you made the move to the to the uh, western division Allcorn State made the move to the western Mm -hmm. division you were within a game possibly of playing in the in the SWAC championship game but you ruled the east for many many years two straight SWAC championships as a matter of fact I think it was like what six straight something like that eastern division championships you've been picked to finish second in the west does your team feel some kind of I don't want to call it disrespect, but in a way, I mean, you were, you all were, were, were really doing a really winning championships and doing a lot for a long time. And now it seems like, seems like maybe we, or people are not talking about the Braves as much.
0: No, I, I mean, we kind of put things in perspective, you know, moving, moving to the Western side of the, other the division um, as a team, you know, it's, it's no different than, than playing on the East and, we always played the Southern, the Gremlin, and the Prairie Views when we was on the East Side. So, <clears throat> other than Texas Southern, Pine Bluff, um, got a chance to visit them um, this past year, uh, in '21. <clears throat> you know, but you know, sometimes always be the, always nice to be the hunter. Sometimes, you know, instead of being the hunted, um, you know, we we did some good things here with this program, and was able to capitalize on a lot of things that we had opportunities to capitalize on, in terms of what we're doing now in preparation for this season on the, on the West side is just get ready for game one in the conference. Um, you know, uh, Pine Bluff, they'll come here for our first conference game. So, um, we just gotta weather the storm, the first three ball game we got against, um, uh, Stephen F. Austin here at home. And we go to Tulane and we go to North uh, McNeese state. So, um, just weather those storms there and, and get ready for the conference. And, uh, you know, it's been good, um, you know, what we're doing here. And the kids are excited about uh, where we're at now. We know where we need to be once we, we play that last ball game in 21. And what we had to go out and do as coaches to address some of the positions uh, that we need to address in, in terms of getting more depth uh, for our football program and where it needs to be. So I thought that we did a great job as coaching staff of addressing those needs um, in terms of those positions. So we're excited about it. The kids been been biting at the bits to get started here and um we've been banging on each other for the last couple weeks so um got a couple more weeks before our first ball game so we'll we're, we're anxious to see where we're going to be at when our uh, september 30 to come
1: you know I'm, i i i'd like to know um you know we, we'll talk about last season but it's, it was a lot going on uh last season is everything did and i'm just asking i'm not trying to cause any controversy but I'm just asking is everything straight in terms of some of the stuff that was happening with, you know, training staff and all of those kind of things is all of that been taken care of there at Alcorn state for you. Yeah, we're, we're
0: past that. And uh, I thought that we did a great job of going out and finding the, the people to put in old places and uh, in terms of training and strength conditioning and all that kind of stuff. So uh, we weathered the storm there and got some guys in it. that really want to be in help this, help these programs, not only just football, but uh, the athletic program. So, uh, I thought that we did a great job of identifying the guys that we needed to to come in and and make these programs better in terms of strength, conditioning, and the medical staff. So um, just going out, reaching out, getting those guys to get in here, and glad to have them aboard and and working with us and all. So uh, we're excited about it, and they're doing a great job so far. So um, and keeping our guys healthy and getting them stronger and faster and bigger and and making some lose weight. So um, pretty much satisfied where we're at right now
1: six and five last year your your thoughts right there um for the, your first year in the western division you know had an opportunity mm-hmm. uh, maybe to, to claim it i uh, uh, didn't but uh, your thoughts on the season in 2021
0: well you know the, the biggest thing is you're not you're not always happy with the record that you that you um end up with um uh, at, and in the phase of each game that we lost we was always in the, in the game we could at least won it um we just look at it from that standpoint. Uh, but if you go back and look at it, you know, if they if that oplong football bounced either way, you know, we're still in the game to win it. Um, you know, and th- a lot of things have to happen during the course of those games. You know, injury bugs happens and you get hurt and the ball don't bounce away sometimes. And, and you have a few letdowns in position and stuff like that. You know, it happens. But in terms of that, um, you know, we still finished six to five, uh, still had a winning record, um, just didn't turn out to where we want it to be um, moving over in the West. So we're looking for bigger and better things this coming season in 22.
1: What kind of um, intensity level um, are you seeing from your guys in terms of spring? You mentioned the guys hitting each other can't wait for, you know, that first game of the season. But And then your overall thoughts on how summer has gone to this point.
0: I'll tell you what, you know, during the course of the spring, just building up from the spring up until the now, up until now, you know, you see a lot of different things in, in the players uh, when they came out in the spring, you know, the way they participate and, and where they grew from day one of spring practice to the end of it, of the spring game. And then uh, you go into a summer workouts and the way kids came in and, and just really elevated themselves to, to, to motivate each other, to, to be better, uh, to get stronger, to get bigger and faster uh, during the course of July while they did summer school. and, and up until camp now, you know, you can see the intensity of all the players really just rising, um, the way they want to play the game and, and how fast they want to play it. So uh, sometimes you you want to slow it down, but you see a lot of good things going on with these players now uh, that you won't, don't want them to slow down. You want to keep the intensity up. And that's where it's been this whole camp. So I'm excited about these young men that are playing this ball game for us. Um, I'm excited about this coaching staff doing a great job of of making sure they – the players get what they need in terms of um, situations and and uh, football knowledge and just teaching and uh, just gathering information, all the information that they can from these coaches.
1: The coaching staff is it pretty much intact from last year?
0: No, we had a totally uh, defensive overhaul. Um, you know, Coach Cedric Thomas he came back um, to be our D coordinator. He was with me in sixteen and, and seventeen. Um, Terenzo Quinn is our safety coach. He was here before. Um, the new addition that we do have is Coach Jonathan Bradley, uh, defensive line coach. He was with our Coach Thomas over at Pine Bluff. Uh, Deion Robeson, um, same position, uh, coaching linebackers for us. He's Alconite. Um, Matthew Quinn, Matthew uh, Brown, uh, he's been with me forever. You know, ended up putting him as a nickel coach and doing an outstanding job. And Coach Thomas he is the corner coach right now. So those guys have been been very good for us. In terms of teaching and and the knowledge they're giving the players to be successful uh, in 2022, so I'm excited about where we are with the coaching staff and the way the players are are really uh, grasping to these coaches and getting as much knowledge they can uh, before game one.
1: Fred McNair, in his seventh season as the head football coach at Alcorn State, joins us here on the program. Felix Harper is, is gone. I mean, he's, no more Felix Harper. It was wonderful, you know, for you for all of those years. Um, what is not having a guy uh, like that, and then can you speak to, you know, if the season started today, who your starting quarterback would be?
0: You know, the biggest thing is, you know, throughout the whole throughout the whole campaign, uh, since I've been here, we always had quarterbacks to step in, and and um, uh, first guy get hurt, next guy step up. Even go back to the John Gibbs uh, situation when he was here, uh, Lenore's Footman stepped right in and not miss a beat. You know. Uh, when uh, Noah Johnson was here at quarterback, he gets hurt. Phoenix uh, step in, and you don't miss a beat. You know we still win championships. So um, we got some guys at the quarterback ham right now. That's going to be that's very competitive. Um, we moved Coach um, Jason Phillips from receiver coach to a quarterback coach now. Uh, he's doing a great job with those guys that we got at that position, and uh, it's very competitive. Those guys is, got different attributes and what they do, what they can, what they can do. Um, but it said some good things at of all of them so um we're just gonna work and see how this thing play out and maybe one of them will take charge and say look i'm the guy that's gonna run his offense so we're just waiting um to reveal that that guy that's gonna really take the reins and and uh, run his offense for us
1: yeah that's why i'm sort of laughing a little bit you didn't you didn't name any names for me coach yeah i mean i mean I, i'm not and i'm not and i'm not necessarily saying a starter as is a, is a can you say who the guys are badly? If not, it's fine. I'm just asking.
0: Yeah, I, I, can, I can tell you the name of the guy. Fred McNair is one of them. And, uh, <laughs> no, just uh, yeah, yeah. I wish I could come back and play another year at quarterback, man. I tell you, missed old days, too. But just to see the knowledge of those guys, young. you got um, Trey Lawrence. Uh, he's one of the guys. Um, Montavious Quinn, he's another guy. Uh, Cole Williams, and you got uh, Aaron Allen. Adon- Aaron Allen, um, the four guys we have on the list. So those guys have been doing very good with Coach Phillip, uh, coaching them up and doing what they, they're supposed to do schematically with the offense and reading the concepts and all that kind of stuff. So they've been really good. Um, very competitive room. Uh, they 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 really push each other uh, in terms of what they do in each and every play. Uh, you can see it in them. So I'm excited about that room right now.
1: Plus, coach, you've already exhausted your eligibility anyway, but we're going to actually talk about those <laughs> great playing days that you had at all corners. <laughs> great player. Great player at all corners and, and even in the professional ranks uh, in the AFL. So, whoever the quarterback is, Nico Duffy, um, you're running back, he's back for you. Um, so, talk about him. I mean, he's been a really good player for you the last several years.
0: Yeah, nico has been a really solid guy, man. He, he's very, very, very active. Um, he's a very exciting runner, too. You know, he, he not only runs outside, he runs between the tackles as well. So that's what's impressed me a lot with him. He's not afraid to go between the tackles and run the football. And uh, sometimes that's some of those is his best runs anyway, uh, between the tackles. So uh, he's, been, he's been phenomenal since he's been here. You know, has been a great, great, great contribution to this program and the things that he can do so well even catching the ball out of the backfield does a real good job with the ball in space.
1: You know, it's interesting you mentioned the quarterbacks as a situation over the years, and you're right. I mean, John Gibbs, all these guys. Running back for you is like that as well. Guys just step up. You've, you've had, you know, so many running backs over the years. I mean, any other names you're expecting to step up for you?
0: Yeah, we got a couple more guys. Um, um, we got Leatherwood that come from um, Tuscaloosa Central. He's a junior this year. He's a sophomore this year. He's been very active, too. Um, we got Javion Howard, uh, transferred from Howard, transferred from Syracuse. Uh, he's been really solid this, this camp, too. So we got a lot of guys that's going to really play that, play that role for us. Um, and we're just waiting on old guys to just really peak and who's going to take charge, who's going to take the reins and uh, separate themselves from the pack, you know. So um, we got some guys that are really going to push each other in that position.
1: You know, the thing about it, I mean, offensively, you've, you know, you've, you've been, you know, very good over the years, over your seven years and even previous to that, but the defense has been good. Like the defense has been really, really good over a, a, a time. How, what's the philosophy? You mentioned an overhaul on, on defense, you know, what sort of the philosophy there uh, this year and just speak to how uh, some of the players you're expecting to step up defensively.
0: And, you know, everybody knows K.J. Kinsler. He's a safety force, and he's been very solid since he's been here as a freshman. Cavante um, Key at the corner, he's going to be a very solid player. Long, lanky uh, corner that that really impressed me um, each and every day we practice. Uh, that has been doing very well in terms of what he can do um, at that corner position. So just being able to get those guys to, 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 to get together in jail together, you know, with the defensive staff, it's been very good to watch and the things they can do. Um, you got Claudine Cherry who's at the linebacker position that's going to be very solid for us, too, as well. Uh, We've got some guys that are really stepping up. Um, Devin Dawson at the uh, at the tackle position has really been playing very well for us. we got several guys. That the biggest thing, like I said earlier, was being able to get more depth in what we do from what we did last year. And I thought we did a great job of – Going out and addressing those positions that we need to depth at, and um, hopefully you know those guys are paying out. And I think Coach Bradley is doing an outstanding job with the defensive front and the things he's getting them to do, uh, playing with speed and playing with their hands as well. So um, that's going to be big for us.
1: Yeah, and it, you you touched on it, but how big is I don't you know when you bring a Cedric Thornton back, who who was your defensive coordinator all those years, and, and you were winning and doing well. Uh But again, I look I, as good as the offense was, and the quarterbacks you had, and the running backs you had. Defense was special too. The
0: yeah, defense has always been special. When Coach Thornton was here, you know, he had those guys wrapped up and ready to go. And like I said, we just we just fell short of of a depth, you know, last year and what we needed to play throughout the whole year in terms of uh, him as a play call on defense. He did an outstanding job when he was here. Um, You know, now Coach Thomas done come back in, and and. Um, Probably hadn't really missed a beat in terms of where we need to be uh, from day one of our training camp up until now. You know, I've seen a lot of good stuff that he's doing. He's implemented a lot of good stuff with his play calling, so he's doing an outstanding job with that defensive side of the ball. So I'm, I'm very excited about that side of the ball and and, and ready to watch him in a real live game, um, to be honest with
1: you. Yes, yeah, Stephen F. Austin, you start off with them at home. That's good. You, you've you got a interesting schedule. A couple of times this year you go – you know, a couple of games in a row on the road, as you mentioned, you go um, to step up to Tulane and then McNeese State on the 17th before you uh, come back home to Arkansas Palm Bluff. I know you take it one game at a time. I mean, what do you, what do you think it's going to be like that, you know, that first game of the season? You guys have been hitting on each other. Uh, as a matter of fact, that game is this Saturday. What do you think that's going to be like when, it, when it's time to step out at home against Stephen F. Austin?
0: Well, the biggest thing is, you know, just getting the guys all wrapped up and uh, ready to play football and just kind of making sure that they understand that, you know, the speed is going to be totally different than it been in practice, um, understand different concepts of what the opposition is giving us, what is offense, defense, and special teams, you know. So uh, just got to be ready and just kind of tone them down a little bit because they're going to be ready to be – they're going to be excited about playing their first ball game, especially, def, especially against a different team. Uh, than what they see every day at practice, um, you know. But, you know, I think what we do at practice we make each other better offensive and defensively in terms of the speed that we get from the defense, uh, the speed that they get from the offense, you know. It, it kind of helps us out and gear us up for those game situations, you know. Everybody running tempo, everybody running tempo. So uh, we just got to be prepared for that kind of stuff and, and make sure that we got our guys ready to play on, on Saturday, uh, September 3rd.
1: You were a great football player, a great football Everybody's great, right? These days, everybody's great. You were a great football player at Alcorn State. Um, what do you remember most about those days playing at, at Alcorn State where you switched from receiver to to quarterback?
0: You know, I guess the biggest thing that, 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 that I remember was how um, how the team just jailed together and became just one. You know, everybody stuck together and, and performed at a high level. You know, whether it's on offense or defense side of the ball, you know, it, it was never no I; it was always us or we. You know, uh, in terms of how way we played the game, and you know, the biggest thing was that I can remember, you know, just just playing with some guys that that that, that been in the league before. Uh, offensive tackle Dwayne White, receiver Torrance Small, Cedric Tillman. You know, just playing with those guys, um, you know, meant so much to me that the way they played the game and and the way they come back and and, and being very supportive. To what I'm doing now as a coach, you know. So that kind of helps me out a lot that they understand that these guys still care in that terms of when we had that relationship as we were playing together. You know, so that means a lot to us and and uh the way you guys just come back and, and give back to to this program in terms of what they do.
1: I'll ask you about Alcorn State specifically, but what does it mean to be an HBCU guy?
0: HBCU HBCU at heart, man, and uh I wouldn't have it no other way. If I had to do it all over again, I I come back and do it again. Just the experience and um, the historical black colleges and universities, man, is something special. You know, um, I get a lot of I get a lot of feedback from from people that that's never um, even been to an HBCU school. Um, even some of the coaches on my staff that 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 attend the Power Five, the 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 white institutions that um, that they that they attend. Uh, they get a lot of feedback and how things are here at HBCUs. And we go on the road to to other SWAC schools. And they see the environment that that surrounds them. How impressive that is, you know. Coming back here for homecoming, you know, um, playing the playing the Southerns here, playing the Jackson State here. They see the crowds that 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 that, that makes the impact of each and every home game. Um, it's incredible, you know. Get a lot of good feedback from from people um, that have never attend the HBCU football game. Uh, so that's big in terms of what we're doing um, with the HBCUs and, and all the conferences that we have. Uh, you know, it's just phenomenal, man. And just to hear those kind of things that, that HBCUs are really, really doing um, is always good to hear.
1: Yeah, a couple more thoughts. Your, your brother Steve, uh, how special – was he? I know the uh, you were at the Titans. Was that a couple of years ago? The Titans did a tribute to him. I think that was a couple of years ago, um, at a, at a Titans game. But, but how special was he?
0: You know, I, 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 he was a special dude. when He was in high school, man. I and I always knew he was going to be special to somebody. You know, um, you know, I just couldn't never get a read on on uh, him his senior year in high school of, of which way he was going to go in terms of of his next his next career. Um, playing football out of high school. And, and the biggest thing was, you know, he talked about it all the time. and and uh, But everybody, you know, that recruited him from the Miamis, from the Mississippi States and and the Florida States and all those schools that they really wanted him, um, wanted him to play defensive back. Um, and he was a good defensive back too. Um, uh, 6'2", probably about 205. A good standard guy. And um, but he wanted to play quarterback. And I think that, that everybody missed out on that part uh, to what he wanted to do coming out of high school uh, so much. He wanted to be like his biggest brother uh, playing that position. And uh, so Alcorn gave him that chance and um, he took full advantage of it. And, you know, from, from Alcorn to, to the Houston Oilers, um, to the Tennessee Titans, uh, even the Baltimore Ravens and um, wherever he went, you know, he was known um, as probably one of the prolific quarterbacks in in, the, in HBCU history. You know, in terms of that, the way he played the game and and the way he took advantage of it. You know, he took total advantage of every opportunity he had when he had a chance to step on the field and play. You know, he took full advantage of it. Uh, he played the game the way it should be played. You know, that day at Tennessee when they retired his jersey, uh, so phenomenal and just so so good that at the same time Eddie George would return. He retired his jersey at the same time, so got a chance to speak for him and on his retirement of the jersey in in Titan Stadium, and and that that will last forever, you know. Um That retirement of that jersey will last forever for for the Titans, the Houston Oilers, the Tennessee Oilers, and and everybody that had a, been affiliated with with Steve McNair and the way he played the game.
1: And you know what, I I, I uh, you were a good you were a good professional football. I was reading you had records and. All Kind of stuff, and in fact, you what he played in the CFL, I think, won a great cup, if I'm not mistaken about that, too.
0: Toronto, Oregon, and Saskatchewan Rough Riders were my, my two stops in the CFL, and and uh, from there, I played over in London with the London Monarchs and the World Football League, and great time over there in London, man. It was it was, it was different, but you know, I think that's why now most of the teams are, are still playing in the, in London. And uh, now most NFL teams going playing games in London because it's the exciting ball over there. Those, those people love football over there. They love it. They love it over there. So uh, it's good that the NFL is still going overseas and, and playing those games over there. Um, you know, and my my year ended up in, uh, in the AFL where I played 10 years in the in Arena Football League. So um, good to be able to have those experience and, and the knowledge of the game and learn a lot from it. Um, even now, you know, even being a coach, you always think about the time if you played the game, uh, always, and um, you learn some of the stuff that that kind of go along with this, your coaching career. So, uh, learn from coaches that you've been around. Uh, played against Cornell Maynard when he was in the Orlando Predators. You know, played against him. You know, so I know that guy from a long, long time ago. So, uh, it's very good, you know, just to being able to be on a platform with some of those guys that you played against. Um, now you're coaching against them now. So we have a lot of things that, that we, we kind of interact and we talk about in the course of those years.
1: Whose team won that game between you and Coach Maynard?
0: Maynard always edged me out, man. I tell you, <laughs> what, I never could, never could wrap him up, man. So he always edged me out he's, with the Predators, man. He's a, he's a phenomenal football player.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Of course, Fred McNair, in his seventh season as the head football coach at Alcorn State, joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. The Braves open the season uh, on Saturday against Stephen F. Austin at home. Game time is 6 p.m. That's Central Time. Uh, Coach McNair, always appreciate the time. Don't take it for granted. Thank you very much for doing this. Continued success to you and the Braves.
0: I appreciate you, sir. Thanks for having
1: me. This is special. This is special. D.J. Collins. D.J. And if I cry
0: two tears for That would be the most that I would give to her. She left me stranded in my nightmares, taking pictures of my memories. She right there, twisting on the blade in my heart deep. always on my mind so I can't sleep. She used to tell me she was all mine. Now the only way I see the broad is online. I'm doing drugs trying to feel you. I'm killing me trying to kill you. I built my whole life around you. I thought I found it all when I found her. Shopping sprees on whatever coast. How'd you really feel? I may never know.